Hey mama, before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to quickly tell you all about our free Facebook community just for moms in business. In this group, we talk about all things business, motherhood, and beyond, and I cannot wait to have you inside. So if that sounds like something that interests you, I would love to have you. You can go to momsmakemoneycollective.com slash group, and I'll see you inside. All right, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Moms Make Money podcast. I'm your host, Jenny. I'm the owner of Moms Make Money Collective, a podcast and visibility strategist and mom of two. Many moms feel like we need to sacrifice our careers for our children, but I wholeheartedly believe that we can have a thriving business and family at the same time. In this podcast, we're going to be diving into the ins and outs of running a business as a mom and getting real and raw about all things parenting. So buckle up because we're about to go all in. Hey there, welcome back to the Moms Make Money podcast. I am so happy to have you here. Today, I'm going to be sharing my story about how I went from burnt out social media manager to thriving agency owner. So in episode one, I did talk a little bit about how I started my business, but now I'm going to dive even deeper. So going all the way back to 2016, I started my business in the summer of 2016 um, on a whim. It was a social media management VA business called Confetti Social, and it was started in the midst of planning a wedding and doing grad school because I was feeling really unfulfilled by my low-paying carpet marketing job, and my husband was in grad school, and he was working full-time as well, and he was taking overnight grad school classes. So I had a little bit more free time on my hands, even though I was still planning a wedding and doing grad school myself and also um, working full time. But my first project that I took on was a Pinterest setup, and I believe I charged $50 for that. I had actually been doing lifestyle blogging on the side, like apart from my, my job, since 2014. So I already had some experience growing website traffic with Pinterest with my own blog. So I started at 50. And after that, I started offering VA and social media management services with a focus on Pinterest and Instagram management. I would do like Facebook or Twitter if someone asked me, but I preferred to focus on Instagram and Pinterest. And funny enough, my first like five to seven clients were all Pinterest revamps which what that was is I would help people optimize their Pinterest account. And like I said, the first one was about $50 each time I kind of raised my price. So I think it went from like 50 to 75 to 100. And then eventually got to the final price for that. But that was really a fun service to start with because I was able to showcase my Pinterest skills and get those testimonials without having to commit to offering monthly management packages while I was still like knee deep at my corporate job and wedding planning and grad school. And once I had completed those five to seven revamps, I actually took the offer out of beta and raised the price to what it ended up staying at until I pivoted. But back in the late 2016, the Facebook group landscape was a lot different you know, than it is now. And most Facebook groups didn't really have promotional rules. Like they weren't, they didn't like not allow it. So I had posted like a quote-unquote value post about Pinterest and one of the groups that I was in, and it absolutely blew up. 
and do that one post, I ended up securing like 15 plus Pinterest revamp clients in 72 hours. And at that point, I was like, okay, this is a proven service that I have to offer people. But that was such like a huge boost and a huge blow up that I was not expecting. So from August until like November of 2016, I really just worked my booty off with my revamp clients. And I started slowly bringing on a few like monthly management clients for Instagram and Pinterest too. So I could have some recurring income and not just have like these one and done projects. So by November of 2016, I was able to come drop down to like part-time hours at my full-time job. And then, you know, my final day in the corporate world was actually the last day of December in 2016. So it moved pretty fast from starting in like June to having my last day be the last day of December. But yeah, ever since January 1st of 2017, I've been self-employed full-time. And not going to lie, it has certainly been quite the journey because as I'm sure you can tell, I'm not still offering social media management and VA services like I was when I started. So there's been a lot of like pivots and changes since I started. So everything was really going fine, you know, and I had some great clients back in, you know, 2017, 2018, but I still didn't feel like social media management was really like the be all end all for me. And I wanted something that was a lot more flexible since I knew at that point I wanted to have kids in the future. And I felt like social media was just not going to be as flexible as I initially thought. Obviously more flexible than a corporate job, of course. But I just was like, there must be something that's more flexible that I can do and still be a service provider. So in January of 2018, I started my own podcast for funsies. And it was then called the Savvy Social Hour podcast. And I absolutely just began to fall in love with the medium of podcasting. I ended up doing everything for my own podcast except for the audio editing. And I got a really, really, really solid process down. And I just really loved it. I loved, you know, having guests. I loved solos. I loved writing the episodes. I loved doing the show notes. I loved all parts of it. But during the fall of 2018, so about, I want to say it was like October of 2018, so about 10 months after I launched my show, I was approached by someone who had a podcast and they needed help with theirs in addition to some other VA work. So I took them on and then I was fully convinced that my time with social media management and VA work was really going to come to a close and that it was time to start something new. And I was right. Because this person took a chance on me in early 2019, I was able to switch from being a social media manager and VA to a full-service podcast manager. And although I deemed myself an agency because I knew it was something that I wanted to branch into in the future, at that point, it was just me and my audio editor because I didn't know how to edit audio at the time. Now I do, and I actually love it. But at the time, I didn't know how to do it, so I brought on someone to help with that, but I did every other part of it. I did still keep on my social media management and VA clients for a while until I had enough podcast clients to pay the bills. And then I slowly phased out my clientele for the, you know, VA slash social media management work one by one until all I had left were the podcast clients. So 2019 was all about building visibility as a podcast manager and really becoming the go-to in the podcasting space. I was so passionate about podcasting. I really think that showed in how I was showing up and marketing myself online. I just really loved it. I still do. I'm still extremely passionate about it, but at that time, I was just like going all in. 
Are you craving a community of work from home moms who just get it? Then look no further than the free Moms Make Money Collective Facebook group. Head to momsmakemoneycollective.com slash group and join today. I can't wait to see you inside. Okay, back to the episode. But another big thing happened at the end of 2019, and that was that my husband and I found out that I was pregnant and due June of 2020. So my dreams of turning my business into a full-blown agency were going to happen a whole lot quicker than I was expecting. So after taking off a week to get my stuff together and, you know, put my big girl pants on, I fully mapped out my upcoming plans with how I was going to grow my agency, what I was going to do for maternity leave, and more so that there would be no questions once my son arrived in June. So I was doing that for several months, and by April 2020, my team of just me and my audio editor turned into me, my audio editor, a temporary OBM, which stands for Online Business Manager, for a while I was out on maternity leave, and then two podcast VAs who handled the show notes, the graphic creation, the uploading, like guest emails and things like that. And having the support from my clients allowed me to take a three-month maternity leave and really truly soak up my time with my newborn instead of stressing out about business and feeling like I had to return back to assisting my clients like super quickly after giving birth. So I gave myself that three-month period and I came back from maternity leave in September of 2020. And I knew that I wouldn't, didn't want to go back to doing all the things that I was before. And I didn't have the time, frankly. So I fully embraced the CEO role and let my podcast VAs continue supporting our clients and obviously my editor while I focus on growing agency. By November of 2020, one of our original podcast VAs left us and moved on to do other things. So then it was just me, my audio editor, and then one podcast VA for a while. We continued to bring in more clients month after month. But then in April of 2021, I experienced like a huge surge of clients that caused us to double our team and go from three, including myself, to six team members. At that time, we brought on a show notes writer, a graphic designer, and also a social media manager. And then a month or so later, we brought on someone for PR outreach, bringing our team to a total of seven, including me. And then September of 21 happened. We had another surge of clients and brought on another new audio editor. So we really went from three team members at the start of 2021 to now eight team members in 2023, with two currently being on maternity leave. And then my own maternity leave will be starting in just under three months. I'm now working less hours than ever before as my son is in daycare. So I do typically work around 25 hours per week or less because I do get that help, but I still don't work anywhere near the amount of time that I did before I became a mom because before I became a mom I worked at least 40 hours a week but usually more risk realistically like 50 to 60 hours per week before having my son and soon enough I will have to adjust those hours even more and you know drop down to probably 15 hours a week for a while because I'll have a new baby at home with me for at least you know the next six months starting in November maybe even longer than six months my son was home with me for an entire year, but honestly, I could not continue to grow this business if I didn't go the agency route because I would have very quickly hit a cap on my time after my son was born 
So I'm very thankful for my amazing team that really helps me with the day-to-day work so that I can focus on the big picture strategy for our clients and also making sure that they are just fulfilled and happy with, you know, what they're getting from our team. So when it comes to going from like solopreneur to agency owner, I always recommend going into it solo and then expanding as you grow because you want to make sure that you're bringing in enough income to support both yourself and your team. There's really nothing worse than having a team and not being able to afford to pay them or not having enough work for them to do. So they're sitting around doing nothing. So I just kind of want to share my story with you guys because it's been a long time. I'm coming up on 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 2024. I will be coming up on uh, eight years of business full time, which is really crazy. But everyone's business journey looks different. I'm now in my seventh year in business, going on my eighth year. So my quote unquote success really didn't happen overnight. In fact, I'm really still working to define my own version of success. And that's completely okay. We don't need to have it all figured out. And we also don't need to all be making 10K plus months right out the gate. And if you don't even want to make 10K months at all, that's fine too. You know, if you're shooting for 3K or 5K, because that's all you need to you know, be able to stay home with your kids and support your family a little bit, that's totally okay. Do what feels right for you and you'll be so much happier that way instead of striving to do what everyone else is doing. I absolutely think starting off as a service provider is really one of the best ways to get started in the online space because you don't need to have an audience to start getting clients. Whereas if you were starting as like a course creator, you'd have to focus on building an audience and building your product at the same time. So I highly recommend starting off as a service provider. And then once you get to that point, you can diversify your income by adding on some digital products, courses, et cetera, down the line. In the next episode, I'm going to be sharing several ways to make money from home as a mom. And none of these ideas involve joining an MLM, which no hate to MLMs, but they honestly just aren't my cup of tea. And I think there are just much more lucrative ways for moms to make money online and be able to stay home with their kiddos. So yeah, I would love to know where are you at in your business journey? Are you just getting started? Are you two years in? Are you five years in? Where are you at in your business? Shoot me a DM over on Instagram. My handle is Moms Make Money Collective. I would absolutely love to chat with you and get to know more about you and your business. But yeah, I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. I'd love it if you would head on over to our free Facebook group called Moms Make Money Collective to connect with us further. If you're more of an Instagram fan, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Moms Make Money Collective. If you're loving the show, make sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback means the absolute world to us. We'll see you in the next episode.